Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone. I am Nat, and today um, I am joined with the director for Achilles International. His name is Francesco, and today we are going to be doing a resistance training workout. Hi, Francesco. Hey, hey, this is awesome. Thank you, Nat, for introducing me. Like she said, I am Francesco. I am the director of Try Achilles, which is the multi-sport side of Achilles International. All that information is irrelevant. Today we are here to do a resistance training class. Now, the awesome thing about resistance training, which I'm sure a lot of you know, but I'll say anyway, is that it's a very inclusive way to work out. And what I mean by that is it doesn't really matter if all you can lift is you know a jar of soup over your head or a barbell with say like 225 pounds, right? The form and technique is very similar uh, the cues that you would use is very similar. And so it's very simple to coach uh, movements, resistance training movements uh, to people, even if the, the levels of strength is vastly different. So today, since I'm only with you guys for about an hour, uh, we're going to cover the, the big moving blocks of resistance training. And that's basically three different movements. And with these three movements, you can build a massive foundation of strength or just you know, just in integrity within your body, right? Like you can take these three movements and do a lot with them. Um, so the goal is to give you these big bang for your buck movements. Um, a lot will be put on technique and form because unlike cardio, well, you know, form is important in cardio too, but it's even more so important with resistance training because you are putting, uh, resistance right that's why it's called resistance training meaning weights uh to uh to these movements so doing it with proper technique and form is very important which is why today uh you won't feel like you died at the end of this workout because it's not going to be a super cardio intensive thing this is going to be an educational thing that'll teach you what you need to know about these three movements uh so you can continue them for for you know weeks and months and years and so on so we're going to do three large movements today we're going to start off with the overhead press and the reason why i like to start with the overhead press is because of these three movements uh it's i feel like it's the simplest to coach but also we do this movement every day right whether we're lifting something above our heads onto a shelf or we're just you know lifting something obscenely heavy for some unknown reason multiple times and holding it in space right like <laughs> it's it's a very practical and useful movement and so uh, we're going to go through these three movements, starting with the overhead press. I'll stop for questions after each one. And please feel free if there's any like queuing or form questions you have, please feel free to ask. Um, and then if we get through all three and we still have time, uh, we can open to just general Q&A. If you have any questions about how to train any sort of muscle, whether it's your core or, you know, some specific thing, uh, we can address that. So. Uh, let's get started. We're going to start with the overhead press. Now, what is the overhead press? Overhead press is basically taking a weight and moving it from in front of your chest to above your head. And this can be done in both a seated position and a standing position. So it's, you know, regardless, it's the same thing. Um, 
a few important things to note about the overhead press and all these movements in general is that posture, even though it sounds kind of, you know, boring to talk about posture, it's essential for all these movements. First of all, it'll avoid injury if you have good posture. Second of all, you'll get stronger and develop more muscle if you have good posture. So whether you're a gym bro or, you know, just someone trying to get a little bit more strength on their upper body, posture is essential. So let's do a very quick brush up on proper posture, okay? So I'm it, either you're sitting or you're standing, doesn't matter. And we're gonna take our shoulders and we're gonna, we're gonna do what's called retraction and depression. Now, we're gonna like skip all the fancy, you know, terms for this whole workout. We're gonna be very simple. It basically means take your shoulders and pin them back and down. Backwards meaning pretend like there's a can of soda that's running up and down your spine and you're trying to pinch it between your shoulder blades, right? So you're basically sticking out your chest in front of you like you're posing basically. So take your shoulders, pin them back and then depress them, meaning put them down, which is the opposite of shrugging them up to your ears, right? We want our shoulders nice and relaxed and down and not up. So back and down, we're gonna you know, go through that key multiple times through all these movements. So every time we hear you know, shoulders back and down, just have that little mental cue of, okay, shoulders you know, back, my chest is out, uh, sticking out and my shoulders are also down. Now, with the overhead press, I'm grabbing, now, like I said, at the top of this thing, you know, feel free to get a backpack of weights or some soup cans. Uh, I'm going to grab this backpack and I'm going to hold it in front of my chest, right? And my palms are facing each other. I'm grabbing either end of the backpack and I'm going to push this backpack above my head. Now, before all you guys do that, let me give you a few cues. Uh, as this bag, as, as I'm going to push this, you know, from my chest, in front of my face, up above my head, my elbows should always be pointed forwards, not splayed out to the side. It should be always pointed forwards. And always remember about the shoulders back and down, right? So now as I press this bag up, 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 up towards the ceiling, make sure there are no chandeliers above you or ceiling fans, please. <laughs> um, at the top of the movement, a, a common mistake that people will do is that they will not align the weight with their whole body. Meaning, since the weight starts off in front of you, what, they will, what people will do is lift this weight up and keep it somewhat in front of them so that if you draw a line straight down from the bag or whatever weight you're using, instead of going through the center of your body, it actually hits the ground in front of their feet. And that's not the top position that we necessarily want. At the top position, you want the weight to be directly above your head. And a good cue to keep in mind is to try to pinch your ears with your arms, when your arms are straight extended above your head, try to squeeze your head between your arms so that you can use that cue, right? And in the, the powerlifting world, it's kind of, it's, it's called uh, pulling your head through the hole. If you think of like the, the space between your two arms as a whole, you're basically going to pull your head through it so that it's all in alignment. So that from the weight above your head, you draw a straight line down. It goes through your wrists, your elbows, your shoulders, your hips, your knees, your feet. Obviously this is if you're standing, if you're sitting, the straight line would go through your, your, your wrists, your elbows, your shoulders, your, you know, your hips, and then straight down to the floor. Um, as we lower this weight back down, your elbows are going to remain forwards, pointing forward, right? Not straight out to the side. And we're going to lower to our chest. Now, we're going to do a few uh, sets of these. Before we do that, let's talk about tempo. How fast should we be doing any of this, right? Because it's not cardio, 
the point, the goal is not to do as many as possible as fast as possible, right? We're, we want quality, not quantity. Because of that, we want to take our times, especially as we're lowering the weight. Now, especially if you're using heavy weight, you're going to want to lower it faster, right? Because it's like, oh, you know, it's easier. Let's just let gravity do our work for us and just kind of, you know, swing it down almost. You don't want to do that because a large benefit of resistance training is actually controlling the weight down. So what I like to do, and it's a good thing for beginners, and I actually do most of the time, is actually as you lift, you count to two, you kind of pause at the top for one second just to use the cue of squeezing your head with your arms, um, and then you lower it on a count of three. And so that's a very good just general uh, count to use, not just for this movement, for, for any movement you can. Um, think you're pressing, count of two, one, two, pause for a second, lower, one, two, three pause for another second, reset, and then go back up. Now, if, uh, if anyone has any questions, please, I guess, raise your hands right now. Otherwise, we will do uh, three sets of 10 reps. And the way that works is a set is a group of reps. So reps means if I say 10 reps, we're going to do the movement 10 times, we're going to pause for a minute, we're going to do it another 10 times, and then pause another 10 times, right? So three times those 10 reps. Um, Okay, so can I go over how to raise hands first? Please. Yeah, awesome. So if you guys are, um, if you guys have questions for Francesco, if you're using a PC, it is Alt-Y. If you're using a Mac, it's, oh, you have questions, it's Options-Y. If you called in using your telephone keypad, it is Star 9. And if you're using the Zoom app, it is that awesome raise hand button. Okay, first we are going to go to Mauricio. You should be allowed to talk and get to go ahead with your question. If not, we will move. Oh, hi there. Oh, there you go. Good evening. I was just inquiring whether this has a video. No, we're not doing video. It's descriptive. I see. Okay. Uh, That was my main question. Thank you. Of course. All right. Jeanette, you should be able to unmute and get to go ahead with your question. We will come back to you, Jeanette. Laura, you should be allowed to unmute and good to go ahead with your question. Uh, can, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Hi, Francesca. Hi. Uh, What's up, Laura? Uh, hi. hi. I, 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 we know each other from Vocal Ensemble Day. From Fizzle Film, FMDG. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, I got excited. Anyway, um, so anyway, um, I, I'd like to know, can I use my hands? I'm, I'm, I'm I have limitations in terms of uh, you know the of how how I do the, the you know so can I use my hands to do it I don't you know I'm limited you definitely yeah you definitely can use your hands I'm, uh, definitely limited in a lot of ways in terms of uh, back you know problems and scoliosis and times that kind of thing so I'm just wondering if I can use my hands for this or that, no you that, definitely you know? can and that's a very good thing to bring up is that if you know obviously we're talking a generalized form uh, right. you know yourself best. So if all you can do is go up like three quarters of the way or half, that's absolutely perfect. Just lower back down. You know what I mean? Oh, great. Even okay. if you just use your hands, that's perfect. Yes. Okay, great. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right. As well, we're good. taking questions, if you guys want to do the go, start going through the first set, maybe you'll think of some questions as you do the movements um, and you figure out some, some question marks. <laughs> all right. And our last question Carol, you should be allowed to talk and get to go ahead with your question. 
When you lower your arms, are they parallel to the floor? Okay, elbows out to the front, but when you lower your arms, are they like from your elbow to your shoulder? Is that parallel to the ground? Very good question. So at the top, they are perpendicular to the ground, right? Because my elbows are on either side of my head. As I lower them, my forearms stay pretty much the same angle to the ground, perpendicular. And yeah. what's bending is my elbow so that my, my upper arms go from perpendicular right next to my head. They, they come so that they're in front of me, sticking out in front of me parallel to the ground. And at the bottom, they are resting at my side so that my elbows are next to my hips almost. Oh. So they go from perpendicular, parallel, perpendicular, so that my palms end up right in front of my shoulders. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah, of course. All right, Francesco, you're good to go ahead. All right. So that is the overhead press. Um, I'll say the two hand positions that you can be holding weight in. Um, one's called a pronated grip. Well, yeah, well, again, we'll skip the defense difference. Uh, you can hold the, the weight. If, you're hold, if you have a bar or other types of single weights, you can hold it so that your palms are facing in front of you, away from you. Um, if you have something like a backpack filled with books or something along those lines, you can rotate your wrists so that your palms are facing each other, facing inwards toward, towards themselves, and then lift that like that. They're just different angles. They, they work basically the same thing. And again, this is an overhead press, mainly focused on the shoulders, right? And there are other accessory things you can do for the shoulders, but this is the major bang for your buck movement that if all you did with this movement, you would, you would see some pretty good, pretty good uh, results. So the next move that we're going to go over is for your back. And now I know this is, you know, this can be very complicated for some people. So we're going to take it very simply. Uh, you, again, you can do this uh, both from a sitting position and also from standing position. And it's going to be a bent over row. Now that sounds, you know, complicated. What's a bent over row? Uh, all it is is literally pulling something towards you and releasing it. Okay. So, I'm going to start from a seated position and describe it, and then I'll stand up and describe that. Uh, in both cases, my feet are about shoulder width apart. If I'm seated, my feet are, you know, in, out in front of me, right? I don't want my feet underneath the chair under, under me. I want it out in front. Uh, my knees are a 90-degree angle. And because it's called a bent-over row, and what that means is that your upper body is bent over. Now, if you're this is your first time doing this, feel free to only bend over slightly as much as you anyone feels comfortable, right? Again, you know yourself best. If all you want to do is bend over slightly, that's totally fine. If you want to bend over so much that your back is almost parallel to the floor, that's also fine, right? Um, as much as you feel comfortable. So I'm going to bend forward. And by bending forward, uh, I'm going to let my arms hang down at my sides. Now, if I were sitting straight up, that means my hands would be by my hips, right? But because I'm bending forward, my hands are dangling uh, on the sides of my ankles almost, or slightly above my ankles. And what the movement will be is I will take my hands from either side of my ankles or slightly above my ankles, and I will pull them back so that my elbows go behind me and my palms or my hands end up by my side. I'm basically pulling something off of the ground on either side of me back down. I know that can be a little confusing. I'm going to describe it again as I'm standing up. And again, if you, if you forget about your legs, 
the seated and standing versions of this movement is exactly the same. So again, I'm standing, feet shoulder width apart, knees slightly bent because I'm standing. I'm gonna bend at the waist as much as I feel comfortable. I'm gonna let my arms hang straight down in front of me. I have my backpack uh, grabbed uh, you know, with both of my hands between them. You can use single weights, you can use whatever you have. And I basically, I'm going to pull this weight up so that it ends up right at my waist and back down, which means my elbows are kind of sticking out behind me, right? I want at all times my elbow and arms and, and forearm to be right by my side. I don't want to splay my arms out to, this, to, to either side. I want them tucked in nice next to my torso and back down. I know that can be a little more confusing than the overhead press. So we're going to do the same thing, three sets, 10 reps of this movement. And if anyone has any questions about this, um, please do ask. Carol, you should be able to unmute and go ahead with your question. Oh, yes. Um, when we pull the weights up, do we pinch our shoulder blades together for like a second? Thank you so much for asking that. Just like the overhead press, we want our shoulders always back and down. We never want to have our shoulders shrug shrugged up to our ears, and we, we, we never want it hunched forward, right? So thank you so much for reminding me to say that. Um, your shoulders should always be in proper alignment and positioning, which basically means you want it back and down at all times. Yes, exactly. Awesome. Thank you, Carol. Abraham, you should be able to unmute and go ahead with your question. When I'm doing the seat uh, bend over row when I'm standing up, when I pull up the dumbbells, should they basically be hugging my legs as I go up? Um, that's a very, very good question. So uh, yes, but I will put the caveat that you want to make sure that your knees are only slightly bent and that the, the bent over portion is coming from your waist, right? We don't want to turn this into a, almost like a, like a shrug half squat, right? So just make sure your knees are just slightly bent. You're bent fully at the waist down. And as you're pulling this, you want to start from a position where your arms are just hanging straight down from your shoulders, right? The weights are under your shoulders and you're pulling them up so that they're on either side of you. This is a, you know, you're, you should feel it in your biceps. You should feel it in your lats, which for those who don't know your lats are your back muscles slightly on uh, under your armpits. They're like the, the, the wingspan almost. Um, but yes, exactly. Awesome. Okay. Jeanette, we're going to try this one more time to see if you can unmute. You should be allowed to talk and able to unmute. Two questions. What I have are resistance bands. As long as I step on the band to give it some tension, can I use these instead of weights? You definitely can. And two options are you can either step on them, right, and do the bent over position that way and just lift up against the, the, the bands that are under your feet. Or you can anchor them uh, somewhere on the ground, like around the bed post or something that's down and in front of you so that you can have less of a bent over position and still get that back activation. So something like a like a leg of a bed, you can like wrap the band around, or a, you know something that's sturdy that's not going to move. Okay. For the overhead one, um, that's how would I anchor that? Because this isn't long enough to anchor the overhead one. As long as I put it around my back, will that be okay? As long um, as I'm for the your band, is it is it like a, a large rubber band where it's a circle, or is it just one straight line? It's one straight line with two handles on it. Um, can you, 
can you do a one-sided overhead press? So basically you, you step on one handle with your right foot and then you take the other handle in your right hand and press that above your head and then switch sides. Yep. Yeah, so I that's an awesome that. way to do that. Okay. All right, you're good to go ahead, Francesco. Perfect. All right, that's the bent over row. Again, it works your, your, your biceps, your lats, your mid-back, all kinds of things. Uh, two variations of this row, I'll say, um, which I kind of neglect sometimes, but it's a very you know, small difference that can make big changes is your hand positioning. You can either do it with your hands facing down to the ground. You can flip your palms over with your palms facing the ceiling, or you can do it with your palms facing each other. So that's three different hand positions that'll target slightly different parts of your back. So if you're doing, you know, like we said, three sets of 10 reps of this, uh, feel free to do one set with each hand position, or you could do all three with one and then, you know, the next day or the next week, uh, do a different hand position. So just, you know, play around with it, see what feels better. And again, a good way to tell if you're doing a, a movement properly is if, if you're feeling it in the desired muscle groups, right? If you're feeling this movement in your traps, which is basically the tops of your shoulders, like right next to your ears, you might be doing it wrong. And the most common reason for that is that you're not bent over enough. Um, but anyway, the next movement we're going to do is targeting your legs. Now, we're going to do again, we're going to have a seated uh, variation of this or like starting from seated. And we're going to do a freestanding one. And it's basically going to be a squat. Now, for some people, squats are no big deal. For other people, squats are kind of difficult, right? Because you're basically controlling your whole body weight. So we're going to make this as simple and as easy as possible. I'm going to start by explaining the seated one where you're basically all you're doing is standing up from a chair. And then we're going to do um, a squat where you're not starting from a seated position. Again, just like the other two movements, the form and technique is very, very similar. The cues are very similar. That's the awesome thing about resistance training. Uh, a few things you want to keep in mind. Uh, your knees should not be extending in front of your toes. Honestly, if, if that's all you remember, that your knees shouldn't be going in front of your toes, you'll probably do the form pretty correctly. Because like, if you, if you pay attention to that, it's pretty hard to mess up the rest of it. So I'm going to start seated position, uh, my, my feet out, out under my knees. If you draw a line down from my knee, it'll hit about my ankle, maybe slightly in front of my ankle. Okay. Uh, for a squat or any sort of, you know, movement with weights, whether it's a deadlift or anything else, you know, you want to be pressing through your heels, not through the balls of your feet. Okay. This is, you're pressing through your heels. Um, again, I'm going to start with good posture. My shoulders are back and down. My back is straight. If you want to put your hands on your knees or something just to, you know, anchor yourself a little bit, that's totally fine. And I'm going to activate means just tense my glutes, which is my butt and my other leg muscles. And then I'm going to press through my heels so that I'm standing up. And that's all it is. It's sitting up, uh, sitting down, standing up. As I lower myself back down onto the chair, uh, a very important cue to, to use. And again, this is the same thing if you're squatting with a bar with, you know, 400 pounds on it, or you're, all you're doing is sitting down. And it's that your knees don't come forward first, your butt goes back. So the first thing you think of when you're going down from a squat is you want to Hinge your hips and just stick your butt back just slightly and then lower your butt down on, you know, either it's the chair or just, you know, down into the air. Um, don't ever, don't think knees coming forward, thinks butt coming back. And, you know, it seems like I'm kind of like harping on this a lot, but it's a very, very important thing that some people uh, 
mess up a little bit. So if I'm not doing this from a seated position and I want to squat, uh, just a body weight squat, uh, I'm going to same start, start same. My feet are about shorter width apart. My toes are pointed forward, slightly rotated out if needed, but that's about uh, ankle mobility. My feet are still pointed mostly forward. Uh, I'm going to think the first thing is I'm going to hinge my hips back and then lower my body down, 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 down. Now, if this is your beginning, uh, well, before I do that, after I go all the way down, I'm going to go back up, right? The thing to keep in mind, again, is press through your heels. I'm going to clench my butt, my leg muscles, press through the heels, and lift myself back up. And through, through all of that, I want good posture. I'm never hunching down, you know, like in front of me. I'm never letting my shoulders uh, break their integrity. I'm always thinking back and down, right, for my shoulders, and my back is straight. And I'm hinging. My butt is sticking out behind me. I'm coming down and I'm pressing through my heels back up. Similar thing to the overhead press. Just because it's harder to slow yourself down as you're going down doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, right? Uh, don't let your body weight drag you down. Don't let your body weight cause you to squat down faster than you can control, right? And again, remember we, had, we said for the overhead press, two seconds up, pause, three seconds down. Let's do the same thing for here, except we're going to flip it. We're going to do three seconds down, 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 pause for a second, and then two seconds to stand back up while pressing through our heels. And that's the same thing if you're seated or you're standing. Um, I will say, uh, if again, so this was what I was going to say before, if this is your first time or your kind of beginner squatting, the rule to kind of follow is don't let your upper legs, right? So your, your quads, your hamstring, don't let the upper leg go past parallel. Now there's a lot of controversy around this within the lifting community, right? Like how low should you really squat? Should your butt almost touch the floor? You know, that we won't really get into that. Um, if you are comfortable in your range of motion, feel free to go low. But for now, let's just stop with our upper legs parallel to the floor and then press back up through the, through our heels. All right. So again, we won't do 10 reps this time. Let's do three sets of six reps. And as you do them, please uh, raise your hand, ask any questions you have. Um, you know, obviously trying to describe how to move your body through space can be very visual. So it's totally understandable if you need a little clarification or anything along those lines. All right. Carol, you should be able to unmute and get to go ahead with your question. Yes. Is it harder or easy? Is it harder, better to sit all the way down and go all the way up? Which is better for all your well, I I personally go all the way down to the point where my muscles are still uh, supporting me. So if you let yourself go all the way down in a squat, like as far down as possible, and you kind of sit there for a second, you can tell that it's not your muscles that are holding you there. You're kind of sitting on your, you're, you're, you're relying on your joints, right? You're just kind of chilling out. You can relax all your muscles and you'll still be there because you're basically sitting in your joints. If you're doing a body weight squat, that's probably okay. If you have any sort of weight on you over time, that can be slightly harmful. So the rule of thumb for lifters is go as low as you can where your muscles are still engaged, right? Where your muscles are still tense. Okay. So for me, yeah, that's like below neck, you know, below the parallel. Um, 
basically don't relax at the bottom, right? Don't, don't like take a break. You'd be surprised how many people just kind of chill out at the bottom for a few seconds, take a break before they get back up. Oh, I was just talking about sitting back down in the chair. So you're, you're, it's harder just not to use the chair is what you're saying. It's better. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, be, so I, if, if all you, can you use, uh, can you go without a chair or do you prefer doing it with a chair? Without a chair. I just didn't know whether it was, um, which was better for you to sit all the way back in a chair, then get up and sit back in the chair and get up without using like, you know, anything to help you get up. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Okay. So yes, because, uh, without a chair, because you're able to go lower, it's called a, a longer range of motion. And the gotcha. more, the, anytime you're able to train a longer range of motion, you're able to activate more muscle fibers. Basically. Yes. You'll it's, it's, it'll do more response. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I got you. Yeah. Awesome. You're good to go ahead, Francesco. All right. So those are three of the biggest movements, functional movements that you'll find, right? Like we did, we stuff, did stuff for our legs. We did stuff for our back and our arms, right? The bent over row also works our arms. Don't forget, we're pulling something towards us. Overhead press, it works our shoulders. It works our triceps, which is the backs of our upper arms. And it works our stabilization, right? So we basically worked on all the peripherals of our body which leaves only one area to tackle, which is possibly the most popular one that you see on YouTube videos and things, very inaccessible YouTube videos, I'll add. Um, and that's your core, right? So like, what is your core? Your core is basically what is in the center of your body, right under your ribs, above your pelvis, that makes you not, you know, flop around, right? It basically supports your upper body, keeps it upright. Now the core is made up of muscle groups. And probably the most famous muscle group or the most well-known one is your abs, right? Your abdominal muscles. Um, but there's more to your core than just your abs, right? Um, if you take any sort of anatomy class, whatever, there's this whole series of muscles that, you know, no one can pronounce. Uh, we're going to talk very briefly about how to work your abs uh, the proper way, meaning how to actually activate them, okay? So the, the common misconception with abs is actually people work their hip flexors instead of abs, right? The sit-up, for example. If we think of what's the most iconic uh, workout or, or movement that works on abs, people think sit-ups, right? But sit-ups are actually horrible for your abs, work your abs, right? How do we, I mean, and I'll, I'll, <laughs> you can get me started, right? I'll talk for hours on this, but the, the way you basically train a muscle is you want to, move the muscle through full range of motion, right? Similar to, to Carol's last question about going all the way down in a squat. The longer the range of motion we can do, the more we'll work the muscle. A sit, we're basically clenching our abs, right? Think it's kind of like a plank. We're clenching our abs. We're not actually moving our abs through its range of motion. So the way that we would actually do that is by shortening the distance between our rib cage and our pelvis. For example, a crunching motion, right? Like the most basic uh, ab, uh, ab movement that I can display or, or depict is a crunch. The difference between a sit-up and a crunch is that with a sit-up, you're basically, you're doing what it sounds like. You're trying to sit up from laying down on the ground. And don't worry, we will, I'll give you a bunch of um, options that you don't have to lay down on the ground if you don't feel comfortable doing that. Um, with a crunch, the goal is not to get up. The goal is actually that your lower back stays on the ground 
um, your upper body, your upper back is what actually comes up off the ground. And you're kind of bending at the mid torso, right? It sounds a little confusing, but we'll walk through it and you guys will see exactly what I'm talking about. So before we do this movement, I want you to take your thumb, either hand, and kind of poke the most bottom of your rib cage uh, in front of your torso. So in front of your body, right? Like right where your stomach is, kind of feel around and find where the bottom of your rib cage is, right? It should be maybe like a couple inches under your chest, maybe a couple inches above your belly button kind of deal, right? So take your thumb and put it right there. And I want to, I want you to take your, the, the rest of your hand. So like the tip of your middle finger or, in, or uh, index finger. And I want you to reach below your belly button and feel that hip bone or that pelvis, right? And try to contract your torso so that, or just even if you don't do it physically, just imagine those two points coming closer together, right? That's what we're trying to do with any ab movement. So if someone gives you an ab workout and it doesn't actually shorten that distance and then extends it and then shortens it and extends it, you're not actually working on your abs, right? And so let's do a very basic crunch. Now we can do this both from a seated position if you don't want to get on the ground or we could do it from the ground, cool? Let's start with the one on the ground and then I'll talk about the one uh, from a seated position if you don't feel comfortable doing this. So I'm going to get on the ground and make sure this, you know, nothing behind you, don't hit your head on anything. And my feet are planted flat on the ground, my butt's on the ground, my whole back's on the ground, my head's on the ground, and my knees are bent. What I wanna do is first, before, before moving, I wanna press my lower back into the ground, right? I don't want there, be, I don't, I don't want there to be an arch in my back, I want my whole lower back to be pressed into the ground. The only way to do that is to kind of rock your pelvis bone up a little bit, right? Like you don't have to do it consciously, just subconsciously, it'll automatically do that. That's how you know all of a sudden, okay, now I'm activating my abs, right? Now all I will do is come up into a, like basically halfway up and a good way to cue you is to try to touch your elbow to your upper leg. Now, again, it's very, very visual and we'll, we'll you know, break for questions in, in a second. But basically, I'm going to try to touch my elbow to my hip or my, you know, my upper leg, something, and then lower, lower my upper body back down. My lower back is always touching the ground. It's never leaving the ground. It's always my upper back that's curling off the ground. My elbow is tapping my upper leg and I'm going back down. Again, curling up, touching my leg with my elbow, coming back down on the ground. From a seated position, if you don't, if you're not comfortable getting down on the ground, from a seated position, I can be sitting in a chair. I'm going to lean my torso back as far as I feel comfortable. And then I'll do the same motion. I'm going to hinge. I'm going to try to press my lower back, you know, backwards into the chair. And I'm going to curl my upper back and my shoulders towards my knees and then sit up straight again. Curl towards my knees, sit up straight again. And you'll know very quickly if you're doing this right because your abs will start hurting fast if you start doing this right. <laughs> so let's do uh, three sets of, let's say 10 reps. If all you can do is three or four reps, that's totally fine. You can work up to 10 eventually, but a good place to start is three sets of 10 reps. And as you guys are doing that, 
Uh, let's take any questions that you may have. I am already tired just from this description, and you <laughs> you have no questions currently. I'm like the best coach ever because I'm tiring <laughs> you out, and you're not even moving. There you go. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, wait. We do have a question. Awesome. Carol, you should be able to unmute. Okay, yeah, I'll ask a question since nobody else is asking. Um, when you um seated, when I bend over, I'm trying to, uh, I pull my belly button in, like as if I'm trying to touch my spine, which is impossible. But you, you're supposed to squeeze your stomach, right? Like pull your stomach in when you bend over in the chair. Um, what, what a cue that I like a little better than like squeezing it in is tensing my abs. Right. So if I put my hands on my on, like below my stomach on my abs uh-huh. and if I'm not tensing, it's kind of soft. Right? I can like push my fingers in. I want to make it hard so that when I'm t- when I'm trying to poke my fingers in, it, it meets with this hard you know, resistance, you know. Right. Yeah. The, the, I mean, it's, it's very similar to what you're saying. But the, the reason why I'm not a huge fan of saying sucking my stomach in is that that doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually activating your abs. You know what I mean? You can like I can suck my stomach in right now and it still be soft. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, but my stomach is still soft, so I have to work on that. <laughs> oh, that's totally listen. That's totally fine. <laughs> All right, thanks, Carol. You have no more questions, Francesco. All right. That hopefully that means that I did a good job describing. Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> Um, so now we have about 15 minutes left. I'd like to open it up. So those are the four, you know, if you do only those four movements, right, and you just progress them. Let us let me actually talk one minute before I, you know, open it up to, to requests. Let's take one minute to talk about how you actually use these movements into a workout, right? Like, how do, how do what do I actually do? Um, a good place to start is the the set and rep count that we actually talked about today, right? Whether it's three sets of 10 reps for the overhead press, for the bend over row, and for the squat or or sit up, uh, uh, sorry, get up from the chair, whichever one you do. And then uh, three sets of 10, I think we said, for the sit-ups, right? Or three sets of six. Um, Basically, again, the reason why resistance training is so awesome is that it's accessible to everyone regardless of how strong you are, right? You can use a can of soup. You can use a bar with 300 pounds on it. It doesn't really matter. What I would do is don't go above 12 reps because if you start going up to like 20, 30, 40 reps, all of a sudden it becomes a cardio circuit, right? And that's not the goal here. The goal here is to build strength and uh, through resistance training. So let's try to stay below 12 reps. Now, what should you do if you're able to do 12 reps and you still feel good, right? You're not tired. Well, then that's when you start adding resistance. And, you know, you can start slow, start baby steps, right? Whether you're filling a gallon bottle with water, if you don't have real weights or start with a little bit of weights. Um, and you basically want to stop two reps before failure. So if all you can do with an overhead press is 12 repetitions with, you know, I don't know, however much weight I have, whatever it is. Uh, if all I can do is 12, then I'll do nine or 10 reps and then I'll stop rest for like a minute and I'll do it again. Nine or 10 reps, right? Don't go to failure. Um, that's basically it. You just use these four movements and any accessory ones that you have to make yourself a little program. All you got to do it do is once a week, twice if you feel really good. 
um, and you'll still change because it's these are very effective and meaningful movements. So uh, for the remaining 15 minutes or 14 or whatever we have, uh, I'd like to open it up. If anyone has any question about resistance training, you know, maybe you want to, I don't know, you want to learn how to work your funny bone or your, your, you know, do a Bulgarian split stance squat or, you know, nutrition, I don't know, whatever you have, anything I can help you with, please raise your hand and ask. You do have a question from Abraham. Abraham, you should be able to unmute and go ahead with your question. Hey, Francisco, first, thank you for these descriptions. Of course not. First question is, between each set, what is your recommended time period we should wait before starting the next set? Perfect question. So for the most part, I would say 45 seconds to a minute is is good. If you're targeting, and I, again, I don't know what you know what level you're at or whatever, if, if you're targeting strength and if you're working in rep ranges below, you know, four or five reps, then you can wait a little bit longer because you're training your central nervous system. But for the most part, you know, let's, if we want to keep it simple, let's say 45 seconds to a minute. But again, the, the, the point of this is not cardio, right? So if you have to take an extra 30 seconds, totally do it. That's, you know, totally fine. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Abraham. You have no more questions so far. Perfect. Nat, do you have a question? Nat, I raised my hand. Well, Clark, I can't see you. <laughs> Hi. Better What's late than never, question? right? Nat, Finally. thank you so much for kicking this meeting off. And Francesco, I apologize, but I've been here for the majority and loved how you <laughs> ran the group through this workout. Um, so thank you. If folks want to learn more, or attend more of your Achilles virtual workouts, uh, how can they do that? Yeah, so we have, so Achilles International, I'll give a 30-second plug. For those who don't know, uh, we're a nonprofit. We have chapters around the world, and we do adaptive programming for people with disabilities, including people who have visual impairment, just like I am. I'm totally blind. Um, I've created, uh, with the help of our other coaches, a bunch of online virtual content where basically – we have videos talking through form. We also have videos taking you through specific workouts. And you can find all of that um, on our website, which is achillesinternational.org. Nat, I raised my hand again. <laughs> I will call on you, Clark. Clark, you are unmuted and good to go ahead with your question. Thank you, Nat. Um, Francesco, there are now 365 days until the Tokyo 2021 Paralympic Games. Are you ready? Oh, I am. I am ready to do it. We're gonna we're gonna hit it as hard as we can and see what happens. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just leaving your hand up in case you have more <laughs> questions. Well, Francesco, thank you so much for leading folks through this workout uh, with great technique here this evening. And Nat, again, thank you for your excellent hostwomanship. Uh, and I and I think that does it for this evening. So we'll be sure to share that link on the the community list. And folks, if if you want to have another workout done by Achilles or Francesco, let us know. Um, the more we hear from you, I'm sure the more we could convince them to come back and do more. Please do. Thank you all for spending the evening with me. And just remember, you know, challenge yourself. Be good. Be safe. And take good naps. 
take good naps. <laughs> for those for those who were who's not at last Monday's panel discussion, Nat's crucial question about the importance of sleep is you need to sleep because that aids in recovery, which helps overall health. So sleep. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks everyone. Have a good night. All right, see everyone.